0: I'll bring you inspiring all-out guests, lifestyle, business tips, and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all-out entrepreneur, making your passion your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you. Hey gang, I hope you guys enjoy me geeking out on this money minute on really my mindset shift around taxes and The big question, when and do I employ myself with my business? Get out your pen and paper and geek out with me for a couple of minutes on this Money Minute. All right guys, I'm here for a quick Money Minute. It's tax season and I am by no means an accountant whatsoever, but what I do know is that up until honestly this year, I was kind of a damsel in distress when it came to money, as far as like, you know, my story was, I know how to make money, I'm just gonna let my husband manage it and understand the taxes, right? Like, to me, taxes were foreign, you know, aligning where money was coming in, where it was going out, where it was assigned, how to invest, I left that up to him. It's really been this year that I've taken a driver's seat in being, you know, an advisor to, the people who have their hands on my money and no longer being that damsel in distress and just knowing how to make it, but not knowing how to manage it. So today I'm coming to you guys to talk a little bit about just my perspective shift on taxes. And then I'm going to segue into just a little tip today on maybe, maybe, maybe not, Is it time for you to employ yourself within your company to maximize your tax benefits? Again, all of this information has just been my own self-discovery as, you know, I'm in my sixth year of entrepreneurship and I'm truly reading books books about taxes for the first time and enjoying it. I'm not dreading it. And part of it's just owning your financial destiny and having fun with it, right? So here's my first just kind of food for thought around tax season, if you're dreading it like I have in the past. You know, I grew up with a poor money mindset in my family. The household I was raised in felt that the tax system was punishing them, that, you know, that the, the taxes were there to go after the middle man, the middle class, and that the rich and the business owners and the investors, aka, you'll hear me talk about this a lot, the right side of the quadrant know it from Robert Kiyosaki, those folks on the right side of the quadrant were getting all the tax breaks and that it wasn't fair. To this day, I still hear my mom talk about it, right? That it's not fair, that, you know, the rich get richer and the poor get poor as we speak to taxes specifically. But, you know, it's an interesting thing over the past couple of years and especially this year beginning to peel back the onion and understand tax law and where it comes from. And, Now I'm more enlightened and more educated about money mindset. And I'm realizing that the left side of the quadrant, yes, you know what? My parents were right. You do get taxed heavily. There are not a lot of tax breaks when you are an employee or you're self-employed. But here's the deal. The mindset shift that has happened for me, the mindset shift that has happened for me is that the people living on the left side of the quadrant who are employees or self-employed They aren't being punished, okay? I want you guys to hear me out on this. They aren't being punished. They just don't get tax rewards. I'm gonna say that again. They don't get tax rewards that small business owners and investors do, okay? See, it was this mindset shift that I realized that the federal government, no matter what country you're in, creates tax laws to actually initiate behavior that they want. They're giving tax breaks to people based off of activities they want to see happen in the economy, right? So I now realize these tax breaks are put in place on purpose, on purpose. Now here's the thing, if I think about over the past year, I've hired over five to seven people, more than that when you think of some odds and ends jobs for contractors that don't work for me full time, who in turn, they're spending the money that they're making from me, right? And spurring the economy. And they're taxed on it. I'm taxed on it, right? The federal government's getting that. But then there's hundreds of thousands of dollars that my clients are spending coming in for coaching that's taxed on that the federal government gets. But then in turn, it's effectively growing their businesses because you see I'm a business coach right I'm coaching people on how to grow and scale their businesses 10 you know 10x their businesses grow revenue streams so what does that do it spurs the economy they make more money they spend more money they invest in more people to support them i can't tell you how many private clients i have who are busting at the seams with opportunity and now hiring assistants to help them manage their business so In turn, business owners, business owners spur the economy. They drive people to spend, they drive people to invest, right? The bottom line is, it's a desired behavior that the federal government, the the state governments want to see. So now, This is the first year I'm actually embracing the tax season and I'm welcoming it. And hey, you know, here's the thing. The more money you make, for sure, the more you get taxed, especially, especially when I think about living on that left side of the quadrant. Again, if these terms don't make a lot of sense to you guys, go read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. But if when I was living on the left side of the quadrant, making multiple six figures working for corporate America, I got taxed out the wazoo because I got no tax breaks and I made a lot of money, right? Take that same income on the right-hand side and get significant tax breaks because you're an investor, because you are a business owner and you're able to have significant tax write-offs that you weren't able to write off as an employee. I made a post about this on social media not too long ago, that I had this huge aha moment that leaving my nine to five that first year and walking and embracing entrepreneurship, I made just a little bit less total When you looked at the the tax statements, uh, I made a little bit less that year as an entrepreneur than I did in my nine to five. But at the end of the day, we had significantly more money in the bank because of all the significant tax write-offs that we were allowed and incentivized and asked to do with the federal and state government, right? Hey there, sorry for this quick interruption, but this is important. Grab a pen and a sticky note and write this down. On March 22nd, I will be live every day for five days on my free Facebook page, Burnout to All Out. You will learn to add new business builders to your team using the power of LinkedIn for free. Join us on March 22nd on the Burnout to All Out Facebook page. Okay, so So that's a little bit about my mindset shift that I really just wanted to kind of, kind of enlighten you guys on my kind of aha over the past couple of of weeks. So, you know, I encourage you guys to really start reading through tax laws and understanding as small business owners, what you can write off in your house, in your day to day to really significantly reduce your taxes. Again, not an accountant at all. Speak to your accountant about this. So the next thing I want to transition into, to really talking about in this money minute real quick is really when you should employ yourself. You know, I want to talk about the tipping point of where it makes sense to actually salary yourself and make your business a separate entity, okay? Why would I want to employ myself, by my growing business over the past couple of years as a corporation and set aside a salary for myself, pay myself within my corporation, other than for good financial planning, right? Because if you don't have a home for the money coming in, it will be spent. Number one, you might not have your money set aside for taxes at the end of the year, but number two, number three, number four, there's a number of things I could go through right now as far as where that money should be reinvested in your business, right? And employment, media, support, all kinds of things that you wanna be reinvesting into your business along with paying yourself. But you're gonna see exponential growth in your business if you're allotting a portion of it to reinvest in the business, even if that looks like, you know, over the past year, goodness, I've spent nearly $100,000 in masterminds and coaching to really raise the bar. Well, that's a write off. That was an investment in my business to drive the business through hiring the experts to help me, right? But why should you Salary yourself, potentially. When is is the tipping point to salary yourself? Because I didn't do this in the very beginning. So here's the thing. Here's my own two cents. When I was working full-time in corporate America, there's these little things called Social Security and Medicare taxes, right? And so when I was working full-time and building my side business, I was still maxing out my contributions in Social Security and Medicare. And I know this may sound, I'm like laughing hearing myself talk about this because I'm like, I can't believe, you know, I'm talking about taxes on a podcast right now. I would never have imagined a year ago I'd be talking about this. And it's so funny that it like geeks me out now. But here's the thing, because I'm starting to understand it, right? And I want, if if I can just help a couple of you budding entrepreneurs understand this quicker than I did, that's going to make me happy. Okay. So here's the thing. When you're working full time in the United States. I'm not sure about government laws everywhere else, but I'm sure that they're they're similar in in similar countries. When you're working full-time, the government's taking taxes out of your salary, Social Security and Medicare in the U.S., when you're employed by nine to five. And those are automatically deducted from your paycheck. So when I worked in corporate and was building my business, it didn't make sense for me to go through the paperwork of making myself an owner and a salaried employee by my company Because I was already maxing out my tax contributions in my day job. And I'm gonna kind of back into this because, and kind of talk about it a little bit because it didn't make sense to me the first time it was presented to me. When we first filed my taxes, the first year or two of growing my business, my accountant was like, no, we don't need to make you a corporation yet. No, let's not employ you yet. You're maxing out your, essentially, maxing out and paying my corporation. I was already being withdrawn from my paycheck and my day job, my federal and state taxes as far as Medicare and Social Security, right? Now, the tipping point, when the tipping point happens is when you leave your nine to five. Now this podcast is called Burnout to All Out, right? So my goal is for many of you listening to this, you have an exit strategy date, right? So when that happens, when that happens, you're gonna wanna reconsider how you're filing your taxes and and if you should be a salaried employee inside of your company. Because otherwise, you're going to be taxed on everything that comes into your business, even though it's not necessarily income you're living off of, right? So that's why it's beneficial once you're working for yourself, by yourself, that you employ yourself and salary yourself within your company so that you are then taxed Medicare and Social Security on your salary within The company. Is that making sense now? When you're working a side gig and you're still working your nine to five, it's not really a big consideration because you're already paying that out for your day job. But when you pull away from the nine to five, you've got to become competent and confident about your tax policies and what's going to work best for your, your company and for your budget and for your finances, right? So again, I am not a, an accountant by no means, but what I'm encouraging you to do is if you're walking away from your day job and you're not you're not contributing Medicare and Social Security in your day job right now, and you've launched a side business that's fairly lucrative, really go talk to your accountant about when is the timing right for me to salary myself and protect my business, and become an employee of my business, right? Another cool thing we've talked about, and I'll, I'll get into this in a later podcast is actually getting into talking about shares that you can contribute into your 401k as you convert yourself to an employee of your business. If you don't have a 401k set up in your day job, that is for a whole nother conversation. And I swear to you, I'm geeking out that I'm even talking about this on <laughs> my podcast. So In summary, for those of you that still work a full, you know, your full-time job and are also building a side business, it may not make sense for you to employ yourself and with your company with a salary right now. But if you've broken free of the nine to five, first of all, congrats. Second of all, have a conversation with your accountant about this. And I'll be doing another episode here in the future about Um, you know, how you can budget inside of your your small business and have accountability for the money coming in and where it's going in detail, just for kind of a financial planning standpoint. So anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed me geeking out over taxes and money today. I hope it wasn't too dry for you. And the important piece here is to stand in your power as a business owner. Don't be that damsel in distress. Lean in, learn tax policy, learn how you can leverage the federal and state government policies around taxes to your benefit because this is a gift from the government thanking you for really igniting the economy. Thanks for listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. For free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services, go ahead over to livethefreelife.co. That's live the free Life.